This episode is brought to you by Liz Clark Astrology. No-nonsense, personalized, honest handwritten readings that aim to be as constructive and helpful as possible. A glimpse into your true self, maybe even one you forgot about. Go to www.lizclark.com. You can also find the link in our show notes below. You've thought about joining a book club, but there's one problem. You're too busy, or buying books aren't in your budget, or some books aren't in the format that you can access, or you lose interest before you can finish, or maybe you have no interest in reading the book. Whatever the reason, there is a book club for that. Here at Book Interrupted, reading the book is not a prerequisite for joining the conversation. It's about connecting and celebrating life's interruptions. Join the community by following us on Facebook or contact us through our website at www.bookinterrupted.com fans. We'd love to hear from you. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted when I'm listening to our, our episodes, because there's, we have such good conversation and I wanted to keep going. Probably my favorite quotes. I mean, I can't remember specific ones, but it was when Kirsten Karchmer came on. Basically everything Leah says, those are my favorite <laughs> quotes. It smells like my dad's old man fart or something. It's like, <laughs> when did this happen? Food, baby. <laughs> Food. <Please>. Food. Okay. <laughs> and then it felt like doing the podcast was going to impact us positively. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mind, body, and soul. The inflammation is the goal. Try to learn something new. Without Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. Hello and welcome to Book Interrupted. Today we will be covering the 2021 season one recap. Let's see what we have in store, folks. In good narrative fashion, I was like, I can't remember. I don't like, I can't remember things like the whole season. So I was like, I'm just going to cram and like on fast forward, watch all of our YouTube videos, but like kind of skip forward and stuff. To see of course what we did. you did. <laughs> so I was like, locked myself in the room for a couple hours and did that. But I also thought like things might come up and I wrote down what episodes certain things happen so that it could help with like the show notes later. Nicely <laughs> done, Mare. I'm such a nerd. I have four pages of like little notes that I took out. <laughs> I was looking back. I feel like I looked so youthful at the beginning. It was like pre-pandemic recording. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I was so carefree and whatever. So I feel like there's a lot of boob talk uh, if you look at the whole season. And there's also like some good quotes. Try blowjobs or like, do you remember that from the yeah, Untamed? Yeah. Untamed. Hi. Or, um, that should be the game. Name where the, what book the quote came oh, from. Oh, good one, KJ. <laughs> totally. I could yeah. make it. Yeah, I could yeah. Like, put it together. But yeah, there's it's yeah. A, maybe lots more sex stuff in the beginning. Remember, it was like, is it a oh, sex yeah. tet? You're like, and Leah's like, well, we've got options <laughs> if we don't take off. <laughs> anyway, so I have good notes, job, Mayor. Wow, I can't help but be me. Okay, so first question is, what is your favorite memory or quote from our group discussions? Who would like to go first? 
I'm not putting my hand up. I just sat like this for a second. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is a favorite one, but remember uh, when we did women who run with the wolves and kind of like the wrap up at the end, because half of us were like, we cannot read this book. Like there's no way. And then the other half was like, I'm going to read it 10 more times in my lifetime. Right. <laughs> And there was a lot of tears during that episode. This is from the first episode, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And Kim wraps it up after many tears about, you know, how it affected us. And she said, the magic of women who run with the wolves has been experienced by each one of us in a different way. And you didn't even have to read the book is the best part. Like the book, book itself is this magic little tool just by introducing it into our lives in varying degrees. It has like awoken ourselves. She oh, t- yeah. wraps it up and that's what she says. And we're like, yeah, because we're getting through it. And we're just like, some of us are like, I can't read it. And I'm not going to read it. And then when we talk about it, we're like, oh, but it's helped all of us. So we don't have to read it. We just have to own it or whatever, or look at it or think yeah, about it. That yeah, that's true. That's to be in the it's house. The magic of the book. And it was like nice to start that. because when we started and I think a lot of us were like, this is the book. Oh no. Because of the six weeks cycle also reading the book, who's going to get through it. It was a nice book to start with too, because it had such an impact already. And then it felt like doing the podcast was going to impact us positively which is nice. Mm -hmm. You've just stirred up my memory. Cause I think also what you're touching on here is that, because I know personally, I was very worried that I wasn't going to finish the book. We had all received explicit instructions that you don't have to finish the book. However, in not finishing the book, I still felt fear that that wasn't a true instruction and it was going to be a problem like oh not finishing the book and so you're right Mare. like it was the first time the fact that it helped everyone anyway was cool but also like it was the true permission because I was so relieved when I found out that I don't know what 50% of us there was a good number of us like as soon as someone else was like me either I was like oh like such a relief <laughs> oh it's a safe space <laughs> wonderful yeah yeah totally it really is a safe space this is the book club I've been waiting for yeah, yeah. totally, totally. <laughs> the one that doesn't require me to finish <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 what a perfect book club <laughs> Just really a club. (laughs) I don't remember anything, but what happens is (laughs) my, my strategy was coming through this. Other people would talk and then I would remember. So it's happening. I think that the blowjob thing that you were saying, Mara, um, that was some good, that was some good quotes there from Untamed. Mm -hmm. So that would be my short and sweet answer for this question. (laughs) Dry blowjob. I can't even choose one. Mine is like basically everything Leah says. (laughs) those are my favorite (laughs) quotes and it's really hard to choose a favorite from like ripped underwear I forgot the ripped underwear this one's from my grandma and this is from my grandpa and they're gonna motorboat together in heaven I know like all of it it's all gold um but I think probably the one that like shocked me the most was during we're back to untamed again is when leah said that the author likes the smell of her own parts leah. like honestly there is like not it's not like look at her face leah's like oh i said that oh my gosh and like again not meaning to be insulting to the author but just as a way of explaining that uh, your general impression that the author may indeed quite like herself and everything <laughs> that she produces i think in the same breath she also said that she was a great writer yeah yeah right? no she did yeah. it was just that aside makes it funny i think yeah. she also said she likes her own farts too leah admitted <laughs> right 
Isn't that true, Leah? Well, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't think I like them. Your own farts? I don't, like, I don't think I like how they smell. Depends on what you ate. I'll confess, I like the way my farts smell. <laughs> like, I don't know, they're a part, like, they're a part of me. They're a part of me. They're a part of you. <laughs> so I accept them. I don't hate them, I don't know. They're disgusting. I, I don't know. Does, have any of you gone through, like, I haven't had a major dietary change, but all of a sudden it's like, I don't know. All of a sudden I fart and it's like an old person smell fart. <laughs> That's it just because like you're old, old now. Gr- like it smells like 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 my dad's old man's fart or something. It's like, <laughs> when did this happen? I used to have like, I don't know, reasonable. And now it's like, <laughs> like deadly. And nothing's changed. I was like, does stress cause you to change your fart smell <laughs> it does i think it does actually impact your microbiota your GI tract. yeah yeah well my gi tract's all fucked up well mine is really, really bad of aging are so. they really bad just lately though lynn no mine just because when i have not all the time but if i have dairy they're bad oh, like well, yeah. poor laird if i was by accident there's something like cow's milk or something and things oh. and then it's just bad the poor guy he's like oh my god get me out of here you're like i know he really loves me he does that's true that's funny it makes me think of so i when i was younger i was lactose intolerant but i wasn't diagnosed at first so i would get really bloated whenever i had dairy and i had it all the time because you know growing up in the 80s you just had milk with everything and i remember i used to always say to my mom being like look i have a food baby but really like that was the sign my stomach is bloated <laughs> yeah. like i'm pregnant maybe something's happening now can't all be food can't all be not a poo baby it's a yeah. food baby food baby <laughs> poo. food okay I just said, I heard food baby, but then when you were saying it can't all be poo, I thought you were saying like, you know, after you have a food baby, you do have a poo baby. The natural progression. I think saying I have a poo baby is a nice way of saying that you're constipated. (laughs) It's like the gentle term. (laughs) I think that might be my favorite quote now. If you don't have a food baby, then you have a poo baby. <laughs> Great. Look at us. Um, Make it we can, what we remember for the 2022 season yeah, recap. Yeah, probably, probably my favorite quotes. I mean, I can't remember specific ones, but it was when Kirsten Karchmer came on for me because that was my book choice. And uh, she just had so many interesting things to say and so much uh, gems and really shared with us and talked to each of us about, you know, things that we're going through. And so... I wish I could remember one in particular, but that was probably my favorite uh, of the quotes. Of Maybe the favorite is like, why don't you tell me what's happening and I'll tell you how, yeah. what can help. And everyone yes. was like, really? Mm-hmm. Right now? You're going I know. To we were all me? like, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. That's that what we really- all secretly wanted. Right? We're like, I, <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. a personal session <laughs> with this <laughs> author. And then she was like, I'll give it to you. And we were like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess we could say the quote, it's not, but that's from the book, but it's, uh, it's common, it's com- not normal, con- common, common, not normal. normal, but isn't this yeah. favorite moment or quote? So you can, your whole moment. Yeah. yeah okay. Your whole thing Kirsten, is all of Don't need a quote. Yeah. yeah. Great. I like when she said she's best friends with us now. Oh, oh yes. yes. We want I all of our was going to, to like that. jump out of her chair. Oh my God. Okay. I'll mail you half a heart in a locket. Yeah. <laughs> Your half a heart locket is in the mail. 
be from oh my god i just thought you were gonna cut out your heart in my mind i'm so tired and i was thinking you meant you were gonna cut your heart out and give her half your heart and i was like oh that's gross i might be a little far sometimes we go far too far she's a very loyal friend no that might end the friendship I don't know if that's a good step to take to build a friendship. Yeah. And not even just from being yeah. gross. It would be because Kara can't live with only a, a ventricle. So she'd be dead. So there'd be no friendship. Yes. Oh, oh dear. Okay. No, you know, my favorite, my favorite moment or quote is, it's also from Seeing Red, the book, is when Kim... Um, was telling her first period story, or the first time she used a tampon, and she's like, this oh can't be God. right. And she was in perpendicularly. I think it was perpendicularly. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, and then I was in the wave pool being like, this can't be right. <laughs> that should be my what happened to you story. <laughs> in the meantime, her mom's telling right. all of the family that she got her period. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was my favorite moment. That whole moment. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> this can't be right. Yeah. <laughs> Leah, did you have a favorite? Did Leah oh. say? You didn't say. Oh. No, she has yeah. I don't think, I can't remember specific quotes, particularly. I really enjoyed, it wasn't a silly one, but when Squiggy was on, he's so like, just well-versed in the words department. And he, he like, I love the whole stumble forward quote and mm-hmm. just the way he like explained everything though. I found it interesting how possibly because of the book or maybe because he's a male, I don't know the dynamic in the, or maybe cause it was our first fan was very uncomfortable in the banter department. Did you guys notice that? Yes. The whole way for Jill. Usually when we start an episode, everyone's like, I have something to say. I have something. Everyone's just like, yeah. I wonder if it's like the male dynamic or the topic of conversation wasn't as easy. But I um, I put it down to my implicit bias, right? Like that's the whole kind of thing that we were kind of learning in white fragility, right? So I was very aware that he was a person of color and then already super Mm. hypersensitive because we're doing white fragility. Mm -hmm. And then, so to have him come on and then, and it'd be that topic. So I was like full implicit bias, right? Like the secret racism that most people don't want to even own, right? Mine was full out. So Mm. I was trying really hard not to be like, extra best friendy or you know like the weird you know that video with that girl mm-hmm. doing that lady's hair you know where she's saying all those things because she's trying to show how much she likes asian yeah. people or whatever she you know what yeah. i'm saying so it was lily lily saying yeah so i i felt oh, yeah. that what you're saying what i wanted to add was i felt like squiggy really made a safe space like that went away for me after speaking with him and talking to him and all of the way you said he was so well spoken like all of that mm-hmm. the way that he was not able just well spoken keep- but that whole concept around stumbling forward absolutely it gave us permission to be Amp- encapsulated that's my favorite quote like possibly of the just i just keep saying to myself in all aspects of life because all i do is fucking fall over and uh eat shit a lot <laughs> so which is for hopefully in a forward motion right so having yeah. someone say that that's okay because we all have these like secret perfectionism tendencies is just so freeing he also yeah. like at the beginning I, of the episode he kind of gave like a preamble that i think put everybody at ease when he did his intro uh it was really mm-hmm. good yeah because yeah, he like just he explained said his intentions yeah yeah and he said he wanted to be here to support us but not to 
tell us what to do like not to teach us he's just there as a a witness and to help you know which I liked Mm -hmm. I really appreciated like there was no hustle in him to keep a dialogue going like you know how sometimes when you're talking with someone especially if it's someone that you don't know very well do you guys ever get this where you feel like you're like fill up the empty like noise spaces (laughs) like just keep talking blah 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 and I just really appreciated how there is such a centeredness and a self-confidence within him that it was like, there was no rush. Right. Like, really like he could that. have a silence without it feeling awkward. Yeah. Right? There's awkward silence. And then there's sometimes you can just have silence conversation and you don't feel uh, mm-hmm. easy. That's yeah. I, I really like that. I feel like he's or been it. like that. I mean, cause I've known him for a while that uh, he's just, that's his, that's his being I feel. So yeah which I like I mean I think that's one of the reasons why we became friends because I like to fill the silence and he doesn't so it was kind of nice for me to be like oh maybe I should stop talking all the time so this interruption is brought to you by unpublished do you want to know more about the members and book interrupted go behind the scenes visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com book interrupted My latest interruption was a happy and welcomed interruption. It was going on a date with the hubby. Oh my gosh, COVID has been so long and brutal in so many ways for so many different people. And like, wow, did my hubby and I kind of fall out of sync over COVID, just kind of being much more reactionary in the way that like we run our lives and the household and work and not really hitting pause. And wow, it was just so welcomed um, being able just to like go out with a person that I love and just hang. It was really kind of nice. It made me realize, wow, I did a great job choosing a hubby. Isn't it nice after 17 years that we can still find time to talk and not talk and just be? Book interrupted. Oh, here's a good one. Was there anything you wish you'd said recording, but you held back during the season? Ooh, good one. Put that question in. Not me. Leah or Lindsay? (laughs) Leah. Ooh. So I don't have anything that I didn't say while recording that I can think of that I'm still like, wow, I wish I said that. But all the time when I'm listening to the episodes, I have more to say. Like I re I wish we could revisit the conversation again oh. and then I could be like, and this. So I, that's both frustrating and satisfying, right? Because obviously the conversation isn't ever over, but I do find myself feeling like I wish that I could rejoin it when I'm listening to our, our episodes. Cause there's, we have such good conversation and I wanted to keep going. That one time I had to go early, it was Thanksgiving or something. And you guys all started, I listened to the episode later and you were talking about, I feel like it was socks or feet or cold feet or something like that. And I was like, damn it, I wish I was there for that conversation. <laughs> I, for, I forget what it was about, but I just remember thinking, I think it was about feet. Well, yeah, we were definitely talking about feet and, and going into bed with our husbands and touching yes. them with our icy toes. Oh, that's oh, what it was. Right. Yes, it, yes. And so I was like, oh, I do that all the time. I want to be, you know, so it was nice to kind of be, felt like being a listener, listening to the podcast for that short period of time, as opposed to being part of the conversation. So oh, yeah. I'm hoping that maybe our listeners also feel like that when they're listening, go, oh, that's me too and you know have some things to say I think for the cold feet for sure 
Yeah. I think I bet like tons of the population is going to be like, oh my God, me too. And if there's any husband listeners are probably like, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> getting those cold feet on them. <laughs> I don't know. There's some things that maybe I didn't say, but I don't know if I want to say it. I've She's still choosing that. not to say them. That's okay. Whoa, She's like, yeah, there's tons okay. and I didn't say them for a tons. reason. <laughs> Holding them back now. <laughs> those hmm. are for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I am more so the opposite, probably like I do in life. I just make it all about this is the the Leah show and we're going to work on me. So I feel like I take too much of everyone's time, maybe. Oh, my God. I don't oh, feel like I don't that. Feel that way. I want some feedback. Leah, no, okay. because I do the show notes and you are the least person, the person that speaks the least out of all six of us. Am or I really? Edited. I have a hard time finding quotes for you oh. sometimes because you'll say one or two things, but oftentimes... Mm you don't speak as much as all the rest of us speak the most. Well, you probably speak yeah. the less and then me and then the, everybody else. So that's so yeah. odd. I perceive it. So the opposite way that's well, good. Then fuck y'all. Yeah. You can take up <laughs> way more space now. That put it in you quotation can. marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Sarah? Yes. Is that true to you? Because you do a, the pre-edit. No, it's true to me too. Like I'm me. I'm, I'm not even editing anything. I know that's true. Leah, do you have anything to add? Because you'll just be like, no, <laughs> or whatever. There's Sometimes. a from the ashes. You're like, you guys did it all great, and then you'll say your thing. Oh, I um, think that for me, with when it comes to speaking about the books, I'm self conscious about I don't know my literary ability. So I I tend to ride the coattails of what you guys because I'm a late in life reader. I feel like I have a ten year. I'm ten years behind in my reading. Because I really couldn't read, honestly, till later, because I think my brain was just busy doing other things. So I think my reading disability is affecting my confidence and it's affecting my ability to talk about the books in a way you guys articulate these concepts in like a really thoughtful way that I'm just like, huh? <laughs> so I'm not sure. <laughs> when you're talking, that's not how I oh. see mm -hmm. it. So mm -hmm. if it that helps, okay. I don't know. Um, good I don't know if I'm doing a good job faking it till I make it guys you feel better but my husband mentioned that um when he listens to the show he likes your comments the most who did well yeah. do. and we should do a vote I like everything about him yeah. <laughs> just everything about him we should do a favorite <laughs> member quote and poll and see who's last no, oh, that's horrible. I, I always feel like that too, Mira, though. And then I'm like, no one will want to do that. And I'll feel bad if I am last. You know what I mean? But I always no. think it all the time. I'm like, <laughs> or if we just announce the winner, I think it'd be Leah, though. I think everybody no. feels the same about Leah. Absolutely. No, no, no. I do. You're my favorite. Yes. No offense to <laughs> anyone else. There's two good anyway. Nice. Let's do a poll. No, I choose Leah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. That's um, nice. I think it's good that I held back when I did because my temper in my mind has been wild on some of these. I don't know if you guys can perceive it or not, but I held back. Thank God. I would love for I you to let it flow. Off. Oh, but no, she doesn't you want don't. to. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, no, I don't. I need to keep that. If you don't, down. Yeah, if because you don't want a, to, then whatever. Like but if I, welcome I get it. to, yeah, no, you know what? I really liked when we talked through the last game show and you didn't enjoy it, KJ. And my initial reaction inside my mind was like, fuck this shit. And we talked <laughs> it through and I felt all the feelings about it. So that's good. Yeah. My, mm -hmm. Inside my mind, I was like, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, sometimes it is good to take space so that you're responding and not reacting. Yeah. Right? So I think it's yeah. to the answer the initial question. I think everything I've held back is is good. I don't regret the holding back, anyways. All right. All right. So there. Oh, this is an interesting one. What was the hardest part about this season for you? I can go on oh. this stage mm-hmm. fright. Mm-hmm. Not just with you guys, <laughs> like every personal journal I just like start sweating I don't know I have I have stage fright went into I did a a play in university once and I was like on stage I'm like why am I here I and then after that I was like I can do do helping in the background like why would I do that it was like I was like like, I learned I don't know what to do with my hands that's my little tea yeah totally I was like I hate being on the stage so I think that was hard it's definitely gotten easier like I'm definitely less sweaty than I was a year ago doing this and also winter or when it's like really cold out dan figure out what to do with the kids where do you take them during covid times when everything is shut down you know sundays the pool isn't open this time at this time of day uh on sundays so uh yeah rebounding scheduling has been probably the hardest part and the other hardest part is being because i've done a lot of emotional work just by happenstance at the same time as this started and has gone like just like that I can't Sunday I really realized how Sunday is the day that it all comes out because I have to keep together from Monday to Saturday to do all the parts of life and Sunday is like I can't hold it all together anymore so a lot of it lands on these podcasts of me just crying And like, just, it has nothing even to do with what we're talking about. I'm just a fucking mess. I, I, I respect that you feel that way. Like I, I appreciate your presentation of your experience, mm-hmm. but again, I'm like, we don't, for me anyways, that's not my experience of you. Yeah. I don't and if it, it was what you were, yeah. Like if you were, if that's, if that is the truth or whatever too, then that's perfect. Cause that's all we want is real you. And if real you on Sundays is crying. Oh, then- <laughs> yeah. Mostly is. I think maybe it's like that day. That's just like, <laughs> like I can't keep anything in. So it eventually comes out and it usually comes out of my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's been my hardest part is the feeling really vulnerable and exhausted and then being on camera. <laughs> You're going to be feeling vulnerable and we're going to put all these lights on you. Yeah. <laughs> and then like setting up and then like trying to be present when my mind yeah. is really absent. Let's get a good microphone so we can pick up all those. Yeah. Songs. Like pick up the sounds of like. It's <laughs> 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 like a, this is like. <sighs> <laughs> that sounded more sexy than uh, oh no <laughs> okay what would it be like just like my inner voice my in- literally is like help me <laughs> <laughs> overwhelmed yeah. <laughs> yeah we all know what mine is live draws like, oh. Like, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Live like everything we do here. I know I don't feel nervous or anything because I do all the editing. I'm not worried because if something goes astray, I just cut it out, right? But live draws, I totally freak out. I can't think. I can't. I can't work them. <laughs> like it's the worst. Yeah. So I find that the hardest. So I tune in to our next I, live I like draw where Sarah freaks out again. <laughs> Mine was definitely reading self-help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, guys. 
I, I would never, I, most of these books, I would never choose to read on my own. I'm doing this because I love you all and I want to do this with you, but whoa, there have been, that's been hard for me and being on time. Sorry. That's my other oh, thing, yeah. but it's reading these books. I would rather choose to read something fiction and, you know, something mm -hmm. than these, but I have learned oh. a ton from them. So, you know, it's good. It's good for me. Yeah. It's starting Sarah? to catch up with me too. And I'm choosing the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you found this, like, this next season. Remember like the size of Sapiens? It was like this. We had to cut it in half. Oh, like, what is my problem? <laughs> I choose the fucking worst. Like, it's either like a fucking Bible. Or now this one's like, here, everybody get undressed. Talk about your emotions on in public. <laughs> like, Rereading this book, because I read it before, I'm like, I forgot. It's so intense. It's These so... poor kids. Oh my god! What's wrong with me. <laughs> Maybe you want us to participate in your Sunday emotion. Yeah, everybody. It's just like, here, like, take that book interrupted, but my book's interrupted just with wet pages. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've lost it's so many books this way. Yeah, for me, I think the hardest part is just keeping up with, like, I think so highly of you guys, especially of your level of intelligence and how you all have really strong, interesting opinions and points of view. So the hardest part has been just keeping up. I'm such a slow reader, ridiculously slow. And I've never given myself the challenge of trying to like read a book within a, like a certain time frame. So even though it's like weeks that we have to do these books, I'm like, oh, oh, that's a lot of reading, you know, it like feels like in the fast lane. So I'd say that's probably the most challenging and also just like inviting the, I'm such a perpetual people pleaser, especially in formats that involve any type of performance. So it's just been like real uncomfortable, like just freaking watching myself be like, wow, how about you have a non-opinion again? How about you be like uber not clear or specific? So just like having to freaking witness myself go through all those like shenanigans and be like, could you maybe not be pleasing nice Kara for once? You know, that's been a bit rough, like just putting up with myself, but it's a great like learning experience, you know, like these are good things to try and get through some wonderful books within a reasonable time frame because I'm so my father's daughter I'm like doo, 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 doo. just gonna lollygag <laughs> you know it's been worth it but certainly challenging this is part of the reason we're going to seven weeks because six weeks for some of these books is tough to do reading the books is not the only thing people are doing right mm -hmm. you have to yeah. like apply a four percent fix just yeah. to get your book there you go <laughs> read the yeah. book yeah, yeah. Kim, what was Actually, your hard you? thing? I can't, it's hard for me to think of one. The hardest thing for me to do is to think of my hardest thing. I know oh, what no, your hardest answer. thing is. Yours, well, the, wait, blog. the blog. The blog. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, isn't that everybody's hardest thing? Like, isn't that like a, I didn't no. feel like that was personally. <laughs> well, when I read the blog answers, I'm like, oh, I did this pretty good. When other people are like water and they like just put one letter, like word, I still am thinking about it and applying all this effort and trying to make it still good while I hate doing it <laughs> seeing it on the other side I'm like oh that's a pretty good answer like and I try to be funny and like whatever right sometimes I just put my one word answer to by like blog question 25 I'm like I'm over this <laughs> I'll just say my one thing but 
I find knowing, and this has been corrected, so hopefully it won't be my biggest thing for 2022, but I find knowing what we're doing, when we're doing it and like what to do and when this is running out or all of the like mechanics of bringing it to the finished product on Monday, I sometimes have a hard time. Is there something wrong? I don't know. I'm just like, why is Leah giggling? Yeah, Leah like everybody's muted. laughing and I'm like, I don't. Oh no, sorry, I forgot I was on mute because my headphones no. died. I'm laughing because I think it's so funny because I love it because you, you always <laughs> ask the questions and I'm like, I'm so, I'm so glad <laughs> you forget everything because you asked, it was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, we have to have that dude, that dude, because you asked because you'd never remember anything. Nothing, I like it. I have no idea. And I'm like, what, we're doing that? We're starting it this time? And I like, yeah, it's I knew at one point all of the answers. Every time yeah. the clock changes. Actually, that's that. my other hard thing, the time change, because we don't have a time change here. So I think everything's hunky-dory and like, shit, you're changing your time again. Damn it. Yeah, like, and like I was time. originally upset that it was super early. And then one day it was an hour later and that made me mad. So like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no matter what time it is, I'm just mad. But um, this is like at least the second or third time I found out something from our group of people about how they perceive themselves. And that's interesting to me because it's so, and I mean, I guess on some level, you know, but until someone shares like their inside experience, you don't know, you only know your experience of yourself and you're not sure if everybody's the same or whatever, but I just find it so interesting how other members perceive themselves in the group and how it differs from how I perceive them. So I just think that's really cool and interesting mm. not on this question I agree. Or topic, this is but... like a precursor to sarah's book for next season i think the talking to strangers, strangers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah but even that like yeah. you don't really know what's going on in someone's head yeah. right especially like anxiety is like what kim's talking about i see the same thing it's like we all like the, our hardest parts are surrounded around our like uh, insecurities in some cases right or like mm -hmm. anxieties those are the things you don't always share with people because that's your like soft underbelly like you yeah. know that's like, the problem is i keep sharing them and i don't know why <laughs> that's probably why you're everybody's favorite mm -hmm. oh you guys are making me feel so great thank you for joining us on this episode of book interrupted if you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode please go to our youtube channel book interrupted you can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com hey listeners Book Interrupted just wants to thank you for joining us for our 2021 season. We really appreciate being able to connect with each and every one of you over our podcast platform. And don't forget to join us January 3rd for next season, where we're introducing a new segment called Off the Shelf. It bookends each of our book cycles with some really unique content. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time on Book Interrupted. Moments you can look forward to on next week's book interrupted because we've talked about it so much with each other then it's easier to have these conversations with other people similar to how the playlists beautifully go together so do our book choices there's something in there from every book that i feel i've taken in and brought with me so i'm finding work books and my best friends like it's kind of perfect <laughs> literally convinced of it i was like no one will give me their tears <laughs> and then breastfeed children while climbing mountains <laughs> yeah so yeah, so yeah, everyone yeah, me too. wants yeah. to see this for Resounding. sure. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes. Book interrupted. Never forget, every child matters.